0: Looked at Lady Morgan, eager to know how she was tuning up. Mubin had prepared for the job by tinkering with the print of the Hereford Daily Eye Strain. Since leaving the office twenty minutes before, he had filled in the crossword. Not unusual in itself, since the Eye Strain's crossword is seldom hard. Except that he had used printed letters from elsewhere on the page and dragged them across using his mind alone. The crossword was now complete and more or less correct, but it left an article on Queen Mimosa's patronage of the Troll War Widows Fund looking a trifle disjointed. "'I am not required to answer your question,' replied Lady Morgan in a haughty tone. "'And what's more, I detest the term tuning up. "'It's quasificating and always has been.' "'Using the old language makes us sound archaic and out of touch,' replied Price. "'It makes us sound as we are meant to be,' replied Lady Morgan. "'Of a noble calling.' "'Of a once noble calling,' thought Mubin, "'inadvertently broadcasting his subconscious on an alpha so low even I could sense it.' Lady Morgan swivelled in her chair to glare at him. "'I sighed. This was my life.' Of the fifteen sorcerers, movers, soothsayers, shifters, weathermongers, and carpeteers at Kazam, Lady Morgan was certainly the oldest and probably the most powerful. Like everyone else, she had seen her powers fade dramatically over the past three decades or so, but unlike everyone else, she'd not really come to terms with the failure of the mystical arts to be relevant in everyone's lives. In her defence, she had fallen farther than the rest of them, but this wasn't really an excuse. The sisters Karamazov could also claim once royal patronage, and they were nice as apricot pie. Mad as a kettle of onions, the pair of them, but pleasant nonetheless. I might have felt more sorry for Morgan if she hadn't been so difficult all the time. She had an intimidating manner that made me feel small and ill at ease, and she rarely, if ever, missed an opportunity to put me in my place. Since Mr Zambini's disappearance, she'd got worse, not better. Quark, said the Quark Beast. Did we have to bring the beast? asked Full Price, who had never really got along with it. It jumped in the car when I opened the door. The Quark Beast yawned, revealing several rows of razor-sharp fangs. Despite his placid nature, you never argued with a quark beast, just in case. I would be failing in my duty as acting manager of Kazam, I began cautiously, if I didn't mention how important this job is. Mr Zambini always said that we needed to adapt to survive, and if we get this right, we could possibly tap a lucrative market that we badly need. Humph. "'said Lady Morgan, irritated by my words, true as they may have been. "'We all need to be in tune and ready to hit the ground running,' I added, "'directing the comment at Lady Morgan. "'I told Mr Digby we'd all be done by six this evening.' "'They didn't argue. "'I think they knew the score well enough without me spelling it out. "'In silent answer, Lady Morgan tapped the Volkswagen's fuel gauge "'and it rose from half to full.' Despite her sulky demeanour, she was well-tuned. I knocked on the door of a red-brick house at the edge of the village, and a middle-aged man with a ruddy face answered, ''Mr Digby, my name is Jennifer Strange of Kazam, acting manager for Mr Zambini. We spoke on the phone.'' He looked me up and down. ''You seem a bit young to be running an agency.'' "Indentured servitude.'' I answered brightly, trying to sidestep the contempt that most free citizens had for people like me. I had been brought up by the sisterhood, who were not really up with the times, and still thought mystical arts management was a worthy and gainful career. I was almost sixteen years old, and still had four years of unpaid work before I could even think of leaving. You still look too young, indentured or not, replied Mr Digby, who wasn't so easily put off. Where's Mr Zambini? He's indisposed at present, I replied. I have assumed his responsibilities. May we get started? Very well, replied Mr Digby sullenly.